people come and they're sitting here and they really like to talk, you know, they feel really good. But, you know, how am I going to be feeling Tuesday? So no one invited Tuesday in to the Saturday, but immediately it gets ushered in and now it has a revel or it has a relevance that usually supersedes the relevance of the Saturday you're in. The Tuesday that's not happening has more influence on the day you're in than the day you're in. Now, if that if you see that as a habit, something's off there, you know. Which something's really really <laughs> off. If I'm here today and the day is more based on yesterday and tomorrow than the day I'm in. And then if you see that continually going on, what more example do you need of the bondage of self? Yeah? Hey, bro. What more example do you need it? You don't need tons of examples. One will do. If you see how uh, you're in an event now, seemingly, let's say this event's going on, yet the mental process wants to pledge allegiance to tomorrow or yesterday all the freaking time. Just like even when you remember the old example, you're seeing the sunset and it's beautiful, but immediately your mind compares it to a previous sunset, yeah, and it measures it up. Well, it's not as good as the one I saw in Bali. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm a, I'm a California sunset. I'm sorry, I can't do the Bali sunset. You know what I mean? It's sort of like immediately. Now, if that if that had didn't have so much influence in your life, you would just be available, like when you were a kid. When you were a kid, if you know me, my experience, I wasn't in an abusive situation. You know, I was in like lower middle class family, and so we had a lot of lot of leeway as a kid. Uh, when I was in a day, no other day ever ever had a precedence on that day because time hadn't set up yet. Yeah, my little mental process hadn't developed this I, this thing of time. So when I was here. That's all I was here is because I hadn't entertained I could be somewhere else, which is a total impossibility, but I hadn't entertained that possibility. So I was so here, I wasn't looking to improve or get better. Yeah. It's only when you don't feel like you're here, then you have to try to get turbocharged practices to try to get into the moment, but it's all based on the belief you can be out of the moment, which I don't believe is true. Yeah, I don't think you've ever been out of one moment you've been in. Not one. No matter what the head was saying, oh, I was so spaced out that day, but you were there. Yeah? If you call yourself the body, every surveillance tape will have you where you've been. Every freaking time, no matter what your head was saying, oh, I was thinking about Hawaii. No, you were in fucking Haywood, California. Yeah? At 20, you know, 20 after 10 on Tuesday. But the head... It didn't. It had to develop into this. These these preoccupations. They weren't there to begin with. Even in what you call your life. If you call your life as based on the body being born, well, the first few years of your life, you weren't dominated by time. You know, I wasn't walking around my house thinking my ha my room was too small, or my mother was ugly, she was fat, or you know, my brother, should, my father should dress better, or I should have gap clothing on. None of that was going on. Yeah, but I developed into it. The mind developed into that preoccupation. What's the center of the preoccupation? It's called the feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, self. The feeling, it's not, it's not a thing. It relies on a thing to have the feeling feel authentic. 
Yeah? It relies on an identification as a body to have the feeling of being a self authenticized. Yeah? That's its, that's its like, that's its uh, point, reference point. You're this body. Yeah? So the feeling, the feeling, it's not a thought. The thoughts wouldn't have much sway over our mind unless it was wrapped in a feeling. So that it's, a, it's a sense of self. A feeling of being the one that's doing the action when an action is done. That's the feeling. The feeling, it's a feeling of being the thinker of all the thoughts that occur. Yeah? Or being a feeler of all the feelings that happen in this body. Yes? So all of this, this sense of being the one that's prior to all the doing, all the thinking, all the feeling, and therefore, because it's prior, it must be somehow the source of the doing, the thinking, the feeling. And now you're thrust as a feeler, and you're thrust as, and and you're thrust into being the thinker, and then you're thrust into being the doer of your actions. And then what happens if you're the doer of your actions? A lot of pride can arise, but usually a lot more guilt and shame arises because you feel sort of bad about what you did or didn't do. A lot. Yeah? And therefore, what, that, what happens? That little possibility that you're the doer is like a Petri dish where all this mental minutia grows. All the guilt and shame and all this stuff has to have that Petri dish to grow out of. And I believe the Petri dish is selfing. Tell you the truth. Yeah? Because I found when the selfing isn't fed, everything else doesn't get fed. Yeah? When the selfing isn't fed, the guilt and shame doesn't get fed. When the selfing isn't fed, you know, the, feel, uh, the feeling, feelings having so much authority over your life gets diminished. Yeah? So you know, you'll know the problem from the, by the solution. Yeah? And the solution is freedom from the bondage of self. As long as the problem seems real, that's the solution. The beautiful news is, is when the solution becomes the apparent place you're looking at things from, or the, let's say the fixed, it's not a fixed reference, but you're now referencing life from there, the problem that seems so real from the problem now seems imaginary. It seems the only power it has comes from me. From, from what I am, not what I'm not, but from what I am, yeah? And when that distribution center is cut off, it doesn't have the power to influence me as, as, as it used to, because it never had any power to influence me. I gave it the power by being identified as it, yeah? I fueled the slavery myself. All it can do is pretend or assume or imply or point at that I'm the doer, but there's never a doer there. There's just doing, yeah? There's never a hearer there, there's just hearing. There's never a feeler there. Not an individual feeler that was prior as a body to all the feelings. No freaking way, yeah? And it's that assumption taken to be true lets all of these shenanigans go off, yeah? And now they have time and space to geometrically progress, yeah? So you think you were fucked on Monday? By Friday, you're really fucked, yeah? <laughs> You think you were really screwed 2008? By 2015, you're really screwed. <laughs> and self isn't going to get out of self. That's the secondary, in a way, it's like it's fail-safe mechanism. It doesn't give a damn if you try to get out of it. It knows you're getting out of it as a part of being in it. Yeah? Because you've already branded, you've already been tattooed as that. Yeah? 
So every time you hear, even if you hear you're not that, you're going to hear about you're not that as that. Yeah? Every time you hear about the truth, you hear you now hold the truth as that. Yeah? So truth becomes something I can get. Yeah? Instead of something that I am. It's not going to change. And it's quick. Yeah? If, if self tries to outdraw self, you lose. You lose. Yeah? Because both of you are the selfing. Yeah? <laughs> so when self is trying to get out of self, that's selfing. Yeah? <laughs> and it doesn't matter how many slick ways you back up and try to drive through it or around it or over it, it'll still be you as a selfing driving. Yeah? So you're driving away from self as a self. That's selfing. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you go 800 miles or one mile or one minute or one inch or 800 feet. It's still the same. Yeah? <laughs> There's no exemptions. But if you're not that, yeah? If you're not that, which you take yourself to be, find out what happens. Yeah? Maybe you'll start traveling lighter every freaking day with no thought or effort, not tasting a little, uh, like, intention you have for any travel light today on your mirror. So when you look at it, yes, I'm, I'm going to travel light today. No, no, that's the heaviness. That's the heaviness. Don't let it get an intention about traveling lighter. It'll make traveling lighter heavy because it'll, it'll judge itself. I should be traveling much lighter. Let's see, how do I compare to my traveling lighter last week? I think I'm lighter this week. You know, <laughs> on and on. I'm in a race with someone else, like John. Let me see, I'm keeping up with John's lightness. You know? It just goes on and on. There's no way you can get out of self as a self. One of the biggest reasons is because you can't be in it. It's an impossibility. So to get out of an impossibility by the impossibility is impossible. Yeah. That's why there's old teachers said, you know, Hoang Po said, hey, you can't use mind to seek mind. If you do, you can do it for eons, it's never going to work. Yeah. You can't use light to seek light. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. You can't use self to get out of self. And let's say the act of meditation is being done, and this is a possibility. So there's the act of being medita- uh, meditation being done, but I'll tell you, if selfing has claimed the meditation, what's going to be emphasized is the meditator. The meditation we use to produce a bondage to the idea of being the meditator. Yeah? It doesn't matter how noble the event or the endeavor is, if the selfing claims it, it will use it to its own advantage. Yeah? So we'll use spiritual practices to bond you to the idea of being a spiritual person. It doesn't care what it is. It doesn't care if you have cats in a leather jacket or you've got robes and a loving gaze. It'll use anything, act, any activity that's been identified as I'm the one that's doing it to bond you to the idea of that. Yeah? Be it a meditator, be it a, uh, a pornographer. Same, same, basically. Yeah? So the act of being identified as is just a verb. It cannot actually produce the goods. It's like in Buddhism, they say, you know, suffering is the problem here. And what's causing the suffering? Desire. 
Well, if you look in selfing, the initial desire it's involved with is a desire to become. Yeah, It wants to become a self. It wants to truly be what it's taking itself to be. Yeah, A body-mind, little separate individual entity. And that desire can never be fulfilled. And you know what happens if you have a thwarted desire? A lot of behaviors happen, like you eat a lot of agendas, or you do something, you watch lousy movies over and over again, or you stalk people who you think is the source of your happiness, or whatever. It goes on and on and on. But in the selfing, it has a desire to become, and then it assumes you're something already, so it has a desire to unbecome. So it has a desire to become something it's not, and has a desire to unbecome something it thinks it is. Yeah? And it goes like a slinky. Getting out of it produces being in it. In produces need to get out. Out produces need to get in. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. And it's your energy that's generating the whole seeming movement. Yeah? I don't care how close you get to the camera, you're not going to get behind the camera. What you're taking yourself to be is in content. It's an appearance, this. The appearance is never, it assumes it's behind the camera, but it never can be behind the camera. It always appears in front of the camera. One thing that's always been a dominant state that you, the basic common denominator, is there's an awareness. If you take a sound as far as you can take, and maybe there's eight sounds, and you try to get to the root sound, what's prior to the root sound? The awareness of it. No sound ever appeared before the awareness. No, never. The farthest you can go with your attention is back to awareness. And that's the no man's land. That's what I am, is that which is hearing. It's that which is seeing. It's that which is feeling. It's that which is cognizing. It's, that's, it's that which is acting. Yeah? But that's, there is no actor, there's no feeler, there's no hearer, there's no teacher. Because we have, a, we have a strong urge to be what we're not. Yeah? And we keep wanting to see what we are from the point of view of what we're not. And that is not an opportunity that's available here. You can only realize what you're not, and then you'll be the seeing of everything. But you'll never see it. You'll never have an experience of yourself. Ever. Yet all experiences are being influenced by it, but there's never going to be an experience of it. Yeah? That's where you put the ball down. That's where the grace lies. Yeah? Take it. Try to hear every sound. Let's say you have a sound of vibrational sounds in your head or what you call your head. It's not in your head. It's whatever. And that's... And every other sound, you hear a car go by, it's prior to that, it's after that, yeah? This is like a baseline, this constant frequency you can hear when you're laying down in your bed and stuff. And whatever sound, jets going by, gunshots, they're always after that. This is the underlying. But what's underlying that sound? What's hearing that sound? What's hearing that sound that you have come to the conclusion is the most prior sound of all sounds? The vibrational, like, spin of what we are. Yeah? You're hearing it. What's that which is hearing it? What's that which is hearing it? You've taken sound as far as it can go. Where does it lead to? What you are. You take vision as far as it can go. What would it lead to? What you are. Yeah? 
The vision could never turn upon what it is, what it is and see it. Yeah. The eye could never turn around and see itself. The the sound, all the sounds are never going to be the, hear what's hearing the sound. Yeah. Let all the sounds go as far as back. There's something there that's nothing. Yeah. I would say that's what we are. If you follow every sense gate and let it go as far as it can go, if there's always an awareness of whatever taste you've ever tasted, whatever sound you've ever heard, whatever vision you've ever seen, there's always an awareness that's prior in a sense, in the feeling of it. It's prior to all that. Yeah? And there's never going to be a sound on the other side. Yeah? There's never going to be a sound that's going to recognize the awareness. There's never going to be a, a vision that's going to see the awareness. There's never going to be a feeling that's going to feel the awareness. Yeah? You take everything back, every guest, guest you've ever had, every vision, every sound, every taste, every touch, every thought, if you take it back, back, it, it goes so far past what you think you are, and it stops at what you are, which is the awareness. And then you see that you're a thought. Yeah? That you're a feeling. And a feeling isn't generating the feelings. And a thought isn't generating the thoughts. Something that's not a thought generates the thoughts. Something that's not a feeling generates all the feelings. Something that's not, cannot be seen, is generating everything that's been seen. What's going to happen then? Find out. You're going to be way, you're going to leave you way, way before you even get close to this. You'll see, like I remember the first time I heard this message, I was at a talk in Berkeley to some lady, and she was sharing, and I raised my hand, and I said, you know, I walked in here, and my, what my interpretation of what was going on was, I was witnessing, I was experiencing all these mental states, but I thought that's what I was, what was seeing the mental states. From hearing satsang, I realized what was seeing the mental states was a mental state. Yeah? And then every time it would expand, and I think, oh, I'm seeing all the mental states, but there was a, like a feeling of being the real thing that's seeing it, it would be revealed, no, that's a mental state. It happened about seven times, then it, I got the principle. <laughs> the, the selfing's always going to insert itself. Not after, but prior to. Yeah? So if there's a seeing of a mental state, it's going to say, I'm the one that's seeing that. Even though a second before, it was saying, I'm the one that was seeing the one before that. Yeah? In other words, it's jumping on every mental state and claiming to be, oh, I'm the one who's seeing all the other mental states. It just goes on and on, but there's a point where it can't go on, because it's finite. And that's what we are. Where all the claiming stops, you'll run into that. Yeah? That awareness. And I, for, for the life of me, for years now, I haven't seen that finally had the experience of the awareness. I haven't seen anything become aware, a super awareness of the awareness. I haven't. It's just awareness, and that's that. Yeah. And then you see all the absurd positioning that every time something happens, you believe it's happened to you. It's like the selfing places you in a place of priorness when it arises with everything else. But it wants to say, everything else is arising to me. 
the thoughts are arising to me. The feelings, no. There's a feeling, and then there's the arising of the feeler. There's a thought, and then there's the arising as, a, as the thinker. Yeah? There is no thought without a thinker, and there's no thinking without a thought. They arise. Yes? But what's aware of it, even what's unaware of it, you'll find is aware of it. Yeah? It's not of that game. It's prior to it. To me, that's behind the camera. Everything else is appearing in front of the camera. And no matter how much you want to assert that you'll be behind the camera, one day it's going to be dawned on you that you're being watched also. Just like we said with that Monty Python skit, where there, it was, when I saw it, someone sent me the skit, they didn't go the way we went. I think we have a better take on it, actually. But in the Monty Python skit, there's these, these people dressed like they're Af- you know, in Africa on a safari, and they're running, they have no water, and their canteens are empty. And there's five of us that said, well, I guess this is the end of the line, and they're starting to commiserate about their lives. And they realize, something's, but something's filming us. There must be someone here if we're being filmed. And then they, and suddenly, they open up the camera, and there's a film crew. Ah, and they have water and little sandwiches. Now they're saved, yeah? And then they're going, oh, see, now I'm saved. And listen, but then they realize, but we're being viewed now. There's another film crew. And, and so every film crew, film crew, film crew, the film crew is like the awareness, yeah? And no matter where you think you've reached the Holy Land, no! <laughs> you don't have to go through tons of examples of it. One can do. Mine works in images and principles. A principle that sound will reverberate in the mind and it can allow the mind to let go of a lot of fucking crazy ideas and it doesn't need to pick up a new idea. The, the letting go of the old ideas is more than enough. Now it's open and primed for some information to download. Hey, I'm not that. What? Yeah. But no. <laughs> But if, you, if, the, if the stubbornness of selfing is that strong where you're willing to go through hell just to be there to experience heaven, good luck. You know, that's, the way it's, that's what it wants to do. But the idea of coming to these meetings and waiting to get it, you miss the whole the bus. The bus is there's no getting it. Yeah? You're the product. This is always an introductory offer. You're the product. You came in with it, you're gonna believe, you've been sitting here with it, and you're going to leave as it. Yeah? Follow it. Follow any sense back. Follow your sounds. Follow it back. All right, I heard that sound. I heard the birds, but then there's a hum. There's the generator humming. So that seems to be prior to the birds because it's more constant. All right, what's the next sound? Oh, I hear, the, I hear my breath moving through my nose. What are, or the blood pumping, or the heart. All right, keep going, keep going. What, any, the pumping of the heart is never suddenly going to be prior to the awareness of it. Yeah? No matter how far you back off, it's, the awareness is going to... Yeah? It's, it's behind the camera. No way anything in front of the camera can ever get behind it. If you look at your life as a linear story, then maybe that's the source of it. If you take the linear story back, the linear story of hearing, the linear story of seeing, if you take it back, where is it going to hit? It's going to hit that no-man's land of awareness, where there's no seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, yeah? 
Because that's what seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching. And what is seen can't be seen. What's hearing can't be heard. Why are we trying to hear it? Why are we trying to see it? Why are we trying to have an experience of it? It's impossible. Yeah. It's like that movie uh, Fight Club, where the guy's thinking he has this other guy, and then suddenly he sees the surveillance cameras, and he's fighting himself. Boom! Boom! Punching himself and everything. He's, what? It's a huge revelation. That's what it's like. We're not going to cognize what's cognizing. You know? You're not going to think it into an experience. Yeah? This is all the manifestation of that which can't be seen. You can't use the manifestation to find it. That's why the way we look is a blindness to it. Because you have to give up the looking, in a sense. And not even give up, you just realize it's inadequacy. And then suddenly, dependence on that may shift, and then you'll get it. Yeah, Like a blazing sun will open up. And then maybe the linear story take, gets traction again, but there's something that's changed, because you're not, the believability in it has been dismissed. Yeah, You now have an immunity to a lot of it that you didn't have before, with no thought or effort on your part. You didn't acquire the immunity, you didn't achieve the immunity, you didn't buy the immunity. It's inherently in the nature of mind, yeah? But now it becomes applicable in your experience here. You start traveling lighter every day. And I'll tell you, man, you may want to have this huge peak experience, which is the end of all experiences. I, I'll tell you, in this time track, traveling lighter every second of the day is a whole so much more valuable than a huge fucking experience. I'm telling you. Because it infuses all your experiences with a little lightness. Yeah. And then you really have a great appreciation of all the absences in your life. All the fucking drama that's absent, all this that's absent, all the believability and thoughts about what's not happening is absent. Yeah, you're not even trying to get into the moment, you realize you can't be out of the moment. You're not struggling with your fucking thoughts, they're not yours. Yeah, you're not the creator of the thoughts, they're not yours. They're not like a kid in a park, that if there's 30 kids in the park, what kid would you be looking at? Yours, yeah? Same way with thoughts. As the thoughts are held as your thoughts, there's an incredible increase in interest in them. Unbelievably. Unbelievably. And there, when you were a kid, you had total freedom from time, now you're bonded to time. What happened? When you were a kid, they were thoughts. When you got older, they were my thoughts. Somehow the doer of it, or the causer of it, or the haver of it got, got stabilized, and then all this ways of seeing gets established, and now we're trying to get out of like this Chinese thumb puzzle, you know, trying to get out of it. And you people go to insane lengths, I swear. Just full-length advertisements and magazines, join us at the extreme turbocharged Buddhism retreat. What? Oh yes, extreme turbocharged Buddhism. Buddhism wasn't good enough? Obviously not. We need extreme Buddhism. You know, like we're gonna asphyxiate ourselves just for until and then oh I had an awakening. No, you just grabbed air finally. <laughs> your brain was getting no oxygen. Oh I woke up. I thought no, your brain got resuscitated. It's not, Jesus Christ. 
And someone said, oh, well, what? To me, it's ordinary dog shit awareness. Because now you don't have the big contrast of really being in hell and then getting relieved, and now you feel like you're in heaven. There ain't no heaven or hell. So it's like all day, every day, you're on. Yeah? And if you follow back every shenanigans that ever happened, you will find that there was something that was prior to it all. That gave, that lent it any ability to be cognized, or to be known, or to be experienced. Yet that which allows experiences to occur cannot be experienced. Definitely, by, definitely by not by what we're not. No fucking way. This is like putting down the rock, man. And then you realize. Well, you don't even have to put down the rock. You, you, you put down the idea you ever picked up the rock, basically. And people who've come in here begrudgingly or nicely have to admit they're traveling later. And what much effort have we done? Have we done calisthenics before the meetings? Do we do like a grueling 20-mile 20 mi- 20 spiritual run afterwards? We don't do fucking anything. We have coffee and everyone goes disperses and has a, hopefully has a whatever. Yeah? But they keep coming back because they're traveling lighter. Because now they're not trying to make it an experience. They're not trying to claim it. They're not trying to have it. And in, in a sense, then they have it. Like in recovery, you say you have it by giving it away. This is like you have it by giving it up to pursuit. Yeah? You realize you are what has been looked at. You are, you are what has been sought after. Yeah? And it was in the seeking for it that was the blindness. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, it's, it's very tasty, I tell you. It's incredibly tasty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've been starved. We've been starved by every the availability of what is put into the future. We starve with the hope that we'll be filled up later by someone or something, you know? Some savior is going to come and save me. Put your foot down, literally. Just say, hey, enough's enough. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Hoping that I'm not sick and tired. <laughs> I won't be sick and tired later. It's okay to be now, <laughs> but I don't want to be later. It's more important I'm better later than now. Isn't that insane to me? That's totally insane. What an insane way to have a life. It's much better if I'm happy later than I am. If be happy now, no. I'm working towards my happiness. I'm using this moment to work towards what really is going to be valuable, a future happiness. That makes a lot of sense. Maybe business-wise it could, but not in your own own well-being. Not business either. We have some very... A lot of people with business business acumen around here, and it's yeah. So listen, why don't you start with the idea, thoughts that are coming in your head? See how nonchalantly the hell is yours, yeah, and maybe question that, because 
that that looseness of the nonchalant is really the galvanizing bondage, you know? Look at it. Are they your thoughts? If they're not, then you'll probably lose interest in them. Yeah. And if they're not about you, you'll definitely lose interest in them. Tell me anyone, except if they were a loved one or a family member, anyone that you would go five years in the past to think about. Tell me. If there was thoughts about Stanley in my head about 2009, there'd be no, I'd have no, there'd be no, there'd be no draw for my attention to go there. But if it was about Paul, and I'm identified as that, my, my attention will go all the way there, just to sort of obsess over Paul. Yeah, you see it? That's the glue, that's the bond, that's the, the flavor of the glue, is the cherishing of self. Being identified as what you're thinking about. Being identified as the object of the thoughts. Being identified as the subject of the feelings. That's what bonds you to... The feelings are just used to bond you to that idea. The thoughts are being used to bond you to that idea. The visions, all the seeing is being used to bond you to the idea of being the seer. Everything that was happening through conscious contact has been mentally claimed and has now been diverted or distorted to be used to facilitate a bondage to a mental idea. And there's a lot of seeing all day. There's a lot of feeling all day. There's a lot of breathing all day. There's a lot of tasting and touching all day. Yeah. So any all day, that glue's being applied through all of those faculties to bond the mind to this crazy idea that it's a self. Where does it start? The point is mine. Are these feelings yours? If they're not, you won't feel so much about them. Yeah. The thoughts will lose their power of you because they don't have any power. They come. The power comes from you through identification. Through the identification as being the thinker, the thoughts get injected with power. And they have the power to dominate this Saturday and they're about what's not happening. Some lady from the past, eight years ago, can dom- can ruin my relationship now, and she's not even here. How could she do that? She's not even here. But here, in the mental here, I can conjecture her up and use this to facilitate something here. Yeah, shit. I don't want to beat the dead horse, you know. It's, it's a dead horse. Everyone comes with their saddle, and then we go to the we go we go we go to the we go to the stable. We're all ready to saddle up, and they're all dead. But we keep bringing the saddle every week. I'm going to get this. I'm going to ride this message. All right. <laughs> There'll be someone right there selling your saddles, or, or a fucking saddle polish, or, or like a stirrup, so you can whip your dead horse and go faster, and you'll fucking buy them. Horse feed. They're dead. They're not eating anything. You'll buy. Oh, I'm gonna get organic horse feed now. My horse is. My horse is looking a little peaked. Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> mouth to mouth. Come on, come on. Let's get up. You know. <laughs> I'm afraid. Who's afraid? It's not fucking you. Look at that thing. 
Look at the event of a snake going through every year. It goes through molting of the skin. Yeah, every year. So here's the snake, and here's, and then we're going to look at the experience from two perspectives. From the skin's point of view, yeah, the skin gets its sense of being a someone through the identification with the snake, yeah? And as long as it's on the snake, it's a pretty good identification. So here it goes. Now, so, now the, the skin starts realizing, hey, I'm getting looser, you know what I mean? So it's not, it jacks into the snake's little brain and says, snake, buy a lot of moisturizer. Don't go out in the sun. Don't go near those rocks that are fucking rough, you know? I want to stay as long as I possibly can on you. And it's got this huge impending doom, yeah, from, about this event. But from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. Gets rid of this old skin that's not attracting female snakes. Snakes, well, I'm going to go over the rocks much smoother. I'll have more speed to get to my prey. But to the skin, it's unbelievably scary. That's what happens. The mental condition is going to look at it from the skin's point of view almost every fucking time. If you're beholden to it, you'll contract. There you go. Now you're the skin calling yourself to be the snake. And then you have to make stories about not traveling well and everyone's fucking with me. No, your, your skin's snagging on to every fucking possibility now. Yeah. You just see it. If you see it, things can occur. If you look from it, things are going to occur. The same old, same old's going to occur. If you see it, possibilities start showing up. So it's always going to speak from the skin. And then see, and people verify it by going, yeah. <laughs> see? They immediately align with the skin's point of view. What would happen if you could suspend that and just allow, see what happens if you see it from the snake's point of view? Yeah. It could be hallelujah. What's seen as a threat from that one point of view is seen as an incredible possibility from another. You're not defined by one. They're both authored. All right, well... I've lost two people. Let's see if I can do it more. I've got to be doing well. Don't ever bring up the dead horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were probably horse people. <laughs> I've lost the meditators long ago. Never get invited anywhere. It has anything to do with meditation. It's like burning my own bridges. I like meditation. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't like the idea. If it has a noble meaning to your head, be, be wary. Because the head, once it gives nobility to something, the, it's like super glue. Yeah? Bonding to the idea of being the one that's doing it. Yeah? It is. I've seen it. I've seen it in my own life. You know? I did a lot of meditation in Asia and at temples and Thailand. And man, 13 hours a day for two to three weeks... That that's the stubbornness of the sense of self is amazing. It can it can adapt to anything that arises. It can take a spiritual awakening and make it an experience and deaden it like that. Give it a couple of minutes. Yeah. It's sort of like mercury when you break it up and then it just recoagulates. It's really unbelievable. It's an incredibly stubborn point of view. Yeah? I don't see how uh, 
at least in my case, it didn't come, it, it wasn't like breaking, the, breaking into the vault. It was like walking out from the vault. Yeah. This for me was a much easier, softer way. It just dawned on me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That you're actually being meditated, really. That awareness is always... There's no, not one iota, not the most high flute and most spiritual concept you may have about yourself will never be prior to the awareness. That's it. You can't go any farther there. You just go there and just get something that seems to be unclear, really clear, what you are and what you're not, yeah? So, that's it. Any questions? No. Nice to see you, honey. You're on the 10-year plan, once every 10 years.